Welcome back to the Tech Up Show. It has been a minute and we're back at it live. And in this episode, we've got a good friend of ours, Regina, joining this pod. And she'll be taking us through her journey of building indie games in South Africa and just sharing some of the intricacies of the challenges that she faced when trying to build a startup. We take a deep dive into some of the dynamics around gaming and more importantly, some of the challenges involved with trying to build a successful company in South Africa. And so, yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode. Lots of uh, familiar experiences since we both come from the same university environment. And yeah, it was just a great episode to catch up and just, you know, express some of the things that have been in our mind. Hope you enjoy the episode and we'll definitely catch you in the next one. And um, and yeah, guys, we are live. And we live. All right. And uh, it's so special. We're here physically now. All right. And not only to fight with South African internet yeah. and telecom and all these guys, you know. And lighting and all of that. Yes. <laughs> And then we have Regina. Thanks, guys. Yes, I know. It it's August, Women Month. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah, it's Women Month. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last episode for August, a woman. Yeah. Yay. So yes, that's what I'm also. so honored, guys. I've been having so much FOMO listening to your podcast. So I'm happy to be here. So yeah, it should be fun today. So where do we start, Fabrice? Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's up to her. The floor is yours, you know. I think one of the things that excited me was just, I don't know many people into gaming. And I want to know, like, yeah, I want to get, what is your journey from, yeah. like, obviously coding, life, mm. you know, where did you get interested into it? And, yeah, gaming is such a niche space. And I'd want to know more about yeah. your vibes there. We can chat about that. Uh, wow, maybe let's just start Put your right mic closer. There. Just bring it close, just point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we can start right there, games. So I grew up in Hammerskraw, north of Hammerskraw, to be specific, Makapan. Okay. And a school day. And yeah, at home they have arcades. I'm sure you guys at some point were playing arcades. Sure. Like oh, yeah, the, I remember seven. Metal Slug. Yes! <laughs> Metal Slug was something. Snow Bros. And yeah, Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had like uh, those games and I'm a first born at home. So mm-hmm. like when they were changing games, I was now because I have the term, it's called like play testing. So basically, I was almost like a QA for games. So when they have like new games, I would check out like what are the cool features. You know, Street Fighters, when you like double, when you press like other buttons and then you... Yeah, yeah. Then you release that ice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was that person at home. And I think that's actually where the love for, for gaming started. And at home, they also had like the TV game, that one where you put a... The cards, yeah. the cartridges. Yeah, cut, the cartridge. <laughs> the cartridge, yeah. That's, that was like our networking thing. So yep. I, I like, yeah, my mom, my dad, they like addicted to Pac-Man and wow. it was our thing. Battlefield would like Shots. try to go all the way with Shots. Battlefield. So I grew up basically on games. and So which cartridge did you have? Because for me, I had the one with like 64 games. Yeah. Pac-Man, yeah. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. All in one. 
all in one. Like Donkey Kong, pretty much everything. Soccer, I all know. of that. There was the one with like triple nine, right? And oh, yes. the like, everything. Street Fighter was Street Fighter two. No, 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 no. But I think the quality there was compromised. Like my mom had this special one for Pac-Man. I think she invested so much money in it. It was black and it had like the Pac. Pac-Man, Pac-Man only. Yes. Wow. And the quality, I could I could see like the difference between the quality of that cartridge and the quality of like the Pac-Man in Triple Nine cartridge. Okay. So, yeah. And then did you play those those games? I think back in the day we used to be like 15 Rand. Uh, the one. Oh yeah, everyone had those. Yes. Yes. like in fashion at some point. You could play like what was it? Yes, Tetris. It's, uh, Tetris. Yeah, uh, I love Tetris. And yeah. then there was that one where you shoot. Yep. Yeah. Like and then you're like, 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 Okay. Paintum. I can't remember the paintum, but it was like Paintum one. Remember that mouse that almost looks like that had the the ball in it. (laughs) (laughs) And it had like the three pins you like hold as the PS2. So I had one of that and I figured like in Carter, I don't know if you guys met it at some point but in Kato was like the Google or the Exclopedia without the internet. You could Yes in Carter. Yes, yes. I remember in Carter actually. <laughs> yeah I remember in Carter. Don't know what that is. So, okay, cool. Let's move on. <laughs> they have, have like animations on some topics. Yeah, uh, man. Um, and then you'll say bed and it'll like bring sort of like a search. I need to Google of, this. Oh man, it was so nice because yeah. it was free and that time I really did not know the internet beyond yeah I think my introduction to the internet was Maxit but yeah I was (laughs) (laughs) back uh, yeah I'm rewinding a little bit so I got that computer and then I was playing more games I started playing like Need for Speed and like some high quality games and I went to high school then I took IT and that just built up that so why IT? How did you get there? I was like... Because we, we come from the same school. Yeah. And obviously you had a Oh, generation. by the way, you're in the same school. Mm. Right. Yes. And then like... Dun, dun, dun. So yeah, <laughs> coming from the same school. How was he in grade 8? Sorry, I have to like... Oh, different generation. Different generation. He was generation just a class, before. yeah. yeah a class above. A class, yeah. That's still close, but okay, cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So obviously, a lot of these cool stuff that she did, they only got Started introduced with, with us. that. <laughs> oh, I'm so. sure you would have taken <laughs> IT. Yeah, at some point. But then for me, it was like, it wasn't an option. I didn't have those options. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we coming from that generation of OBE, the first time NC, NCS came on the board. Then they came on. The cool kids with all these nice, <laughs> funny things. Yeah, man, it was such a cool time. Yeah. Actually, I, I enjoyed. They 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 my replaced so much. what uh, we call it. What it's not computer science then. It was called cat. Cat. They replaced cat. Useless thing. Computer science. Yeah, because cat was useless. I mean, because yeah. they learned Word and PowerPoint. <laughs> it was the most useless thing ever. <laughs> like, what is a mouse? Yes. Yeah, I think But I with mean, them, it was some literacy to some extent for some people. Computer-aided technology, I think. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. So, like, how did um, 
markets introduced that? Was it because of the teacher at the point? Uh, he had that knowledge and I then he's like decided to teach it. I wonder what happened because that guy was actually not a teacher like Mr. Ah, Mashilo. Yes. He was practicing as a Delphi developer. Yes. And I think at that point, Delphi was a thing. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, because the school wanted to introduce IT, they like literally went out of their way to look for a teacher. And he dropped he his career to come and teach. And I think now oh. they dropped it off i was so hurt when i heard that yeah, yeah. That's, that that's people were like nice, yeah. failing it or yeah. people were not just take people are not taking it because it's hard it's like people are not oh. taking meds and taking meds lit and you're like okay Chance. that's not okay okay <laughs> yeah but then we know Mackenzie was more on one of those schools where yes um they they don't they never drop a course or a subject because it's hard they will have mm. special people for it but then if now, nowadays they're doing that, you know, that's bad. Yeah, that that did not sit well. But like yeah. I have to get my effects right. But sure, sure, yeah, sure. Of I course, think it's yeah. something like that that they dropped it off because it, they didn't have enough people. Because I, I remember even in our class, we were like 15 oh. or something. Hmm. So I think... Because I remember they, for, for us, um, one, that was a nice thing about, I guess, uh, my, my kids. They, they recognized that we... We, we are the special people. So, and then we wanted to do paper three on ourselves. They were not offering paper three at the, the school, but they were like, okay, you because you guys want to yeah. do it, go ahead. There was like, How did you do on you, paper You did math paper three? three. I took it. Yeah, I did. Oh, wow. Like, I, I don't know. I think one of the, uh, somebody from UP came. Obviously, we, we used to have, we used to Mr. Marwa. Yeah. We used to have like uh, oh, learners from all Mr. over. Marwa. Of course. It used to have like learners all over the world, all over South Africa and whatnot. Then they come now and then uh, from UP, UCT, whatnot, mm. and come try to teach us uh, a few things. And then that's when I think I got the glimpse of paper three. And then that was like stats and stuff, stats right? Stats and yeah. geometry and all that. And part. I think some integrations, like yes, it was oh, wow. almost going to like yeah, first year high school. It almost looks like A levels. Yes, it was that level. And then for me, I remember I was the only person who who was interested in it. And then I used to go there to the teacher now and then, tell him, "Okay, cool. Can I register for this? Can I register for this? Can I do this?" And then he said yes at some point, and then. At some point, he came in, uh, Mr. Forgot his name, the one who likes speaking English all the time. Mm. Um, he, he, he taught paper three, paper two, not paper one. Yeah, Musugu. Yes, Mr. Mr. Musugu. Musugu. Yes. Then he came like, yeah, sure. If you want to do this, shall come in. Then at some point, he got my friends and everybody else who's interested. Let's go into it. But mm. at that time, I was the only one who's willing to do push, paper three. Push, push, yeah. It was geometry and then it was interesting. Oh, man, it was so maybe, interesting. Yeah, I didn't have enough. Probably I was Material. only go- yeah I was only mm. going in with paper th- uh, with geometry mm. and paper tree, but paper tree has a lot of stuff. Then yeah. they like cool. If you guys are interested in it, let's create a maybe I think we we're like ten of us or whatever. Mm. Then we were there. They taught us uh, stats. They taught us geometry. Yeah. They taught us all these things. Obviously, last minute like the last month yeah. of writing exams. I think when they know that you like on an A or A plus, then they're like, do you want to stretch yourself? Yeah. Like they make like a What's small, possible. Yeah. Yes. And then they try to do those kinds of stuff. And then, yeah, then paper three happened. Yeah. Yep. So the gaming thing. Yep. 
Yeah, so you're saying you you're playing a lot of games. Yeah, growing up. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. so you go to university, you go to um, high school. You you took Delphi or took that yeah. course. So How did that happen? That happened. I think I just raised my hand in grade ten. They're like, okay, there is an option. Do you want to take life science or uh, IT? And people were like, what is IT? Then like, yeah, you will be. Uh, working a lot with the computer and I think they demoed Hello World or something. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, yes! And they're like, yeah, the prerequisite is you must have a computer. I was like, I have a computer! So it was like a cool kid kind of club. Wow. And I was like, okay, yes, I have to Obviously, join. Do you, do, you, do you get it? The prerequisite is you need to have a laptop or a computer. Because you call it every day, man. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, I think it was. Why I'm saying that it, it's not... By default, that everybody has a laptop yes, or a computer. Yes, you're right. So if you don't have, then you don't. Yeah. Shit. That's, that's also one thing. Because I realized why they will want that. Because you know, as we got exposed to Comsai, that it's so hard to teach it. Like, you literally have to be the one doing yeah. the problems. And to some extent, I literally felt like that whole three years, it was just experimenting with the book and what can I figure out? And obviously, there are lessons on what is an algorithm, seven steps to solving yeah. like a, what what a computer problem and stuff. Okay. So that was fun, and I think when I got introduced to IT and started like writing some code, it made sense how games were made, and okay. I became so curious that. How did that make sense? How did that click? It's how did this you move from saying like, this thing, this graphical thing that I yeah to mm. me writing code how did that fit yeah. in because it's a similar the similar understand or similar trajectory as elon musk mm. he went through that same journey as Is well when saying mm. computer science was his way of of i guess communicating with the gaming world mm. like oh shucks i can write my own yeah. game because he thought I'm, yeah. I'm the special person people don't understand me the game and programming it just made sense. It's a language, man. I think at some point you feel that you are able... For me, it was an expression. And what is nice about Delphi is like this drag and drop. So you drag a button and then you'll say, when I press this button. So you get yes, into yeah. that button and write the script to say, when I press this button, it was 10 blue. So for me, it almost like said... If I press this button, I can change the height of it from here oh. to there. And I was like, that's how you jump on the game. Because oh, already yeah. I was <laughs> playing yeah. games. And yeah. I was like, I think I can do something like around games. Yep. And yeah, and then I went to UCT, studied electrical and then computer engineering. Obviously, yeah. the computer literacy elevated. Mm-hmm. And... I was like, maybe it's time I should make games because at home at that time, they were having issues. Like kids were always playing, you know, games. Like sure. you'll find a way, you'll find 50 cent, you'll leave the dishes, you'll not do your homework and be mm-hmm. at, at the center to just like play. So they were playing a lot and we're having a lot of parents like coming to say, please, if okay. you see my kids here, just like make sure they're not playing the games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they should be doing their homework. They should be like upskilling on 
or like literally taking their lessons sure. of like schoolwork to another level. And it was hard because I remember like, yeah, my parents had like angry parents also trying to be like, you let the kids play. Da, 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 da. And it was hard because like my parents were literally doing their best to try to say your mom or your dad does not want you to play games, but kids will come in hoodies. Like, <laughs> it became like extreme. Wow, wow. <laughs> like they would come in hoodies and caps. You would like chase. You'd be like, okay, go home. You're not supposed to be here. After an hour, they change the clothes. Like they back. They like literally wow. sneaking in. And I figured, like kids really want to play. And I think at that point, I was going through something with play. I was reading a lot about like play, and there was a quote that says. If you want someone, if you want, I can't remember, but if you really want someone to get the lesson, they should play. Okay. okay. So hmm. the only way to learn anything is through playing. Hmm. And I thought, oh, yeah. that's deep. What do you guys think? Because even when you're like learning a new like deep concept, it's only when you play with it. Yeah. That you actually start to understand it. Yes. If All you're, right, you're like, trying different exotic things... And playing, say, okay, cool. Yes, there's a hello world, but then if I add the string hello yeah. with another what world, what happens if I do yeah. this? Yes. How does it respond? Oh. <laughs> and then you have like an underlined word. Yes. So you're like, yeah, it's just not a hello world. Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, I think, yeah, I was, I, was go- yes, yeah. I was going through something like around that. I can't remember exactly what I was reading at that point. And I figured I have figured out how to help my parents solve their issue i will be making games that are educational and that's how the whole like educate came about because i was like i'm making educational arcades okay like mom i'll make games so you mentioned something educate was that the 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 company what was it the idea uh, and what's the idea of like trying to make educational games and i uh, turned it into a company and I was with it wow. for a while nice. and making games under that. So what type of games did you do? Uh, and then, or before that? Yeah. Which what's what is your your first initial game that you did as Educate? Sure. And why that? <laughs> I think it was also just the concept of playing. Yeah. Because I was particularly interested in the primary school learning curriculum Mm -hmm. and maybe that's because like our tax shop with the arcades it's like in front of the primary school maybe sure and we always have like the influx of primary school age kids coming to play the games and i started with like memory i think i called it memory racer i remember yeah so memory racer was like trying to improve the memory of like grade r's grade one grade Hmm. twos so it it was simple it was just blocks it'll be like three by three Mm -hmm. and it'll be blocks and then they'll flip and then you'll have like an apple there and a car and what word and then they'll flip again and they'll give you a timer and then you have to remember it'll say apple where's the apple then you you just like literally yeah yeah you okay. have to memorize where everything was. Sure. And yeah, I don't think that's the original concept. I've seen a lot of games like that. But what was special about it is like, depending on how many you got right, I was converting that to full. 
then you'll play something like Need for Speed. Oh, wow. So okay. It was like a reward yes. that get more so you can like have more miles. Yeah. So you can like race longer and see things in the racing world. It was game theory. Yeah, because yeah. you're creating this thing. Do the it's like eat your vegetables. Yeah. So that you can go and have eat a the meat. All right, or or have a chocolate. All right, okay. so it's actually interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that was the the first game. It was so basic. Like when, now. When was this? First year, second year. This was second year. Okay. Second year. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Oh wow! So whilst you know you're there, cause second year is what? Second year is data structures and algorithms and all of that madness. Yes. yes. All right. You know you're also developing games. That's quite. So how did you balance? Did that you out? take like, the 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 gaming course? I did not. I wish I did. Oh. Okay. But yeah, it was clashing with things. Oh. Okay. Did you guys have that option? Um, not us, but then I know there was an option where people took it. Yeah. I think it was third year or something. Second year? Third year. No, second year. Second semester. Python course or something like that. Okay. By, uh, by, um, that lady, Kata. No, I forgot her name. The, yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it was clashing with something. I remember like wanting to take it, but I had to take, mm. and like at that point I had to like do you take your major or this thing okay and yeah obviously went for things i should be taking but yeah and then what happened and i made games for some time and then i found the community i actually found that there are a lot of people in south africa obviously you can assume they write and they mail that but there's a club. There's like a society. How did you find them? I'm interested. Yeah, in I don't know. <laughs> How did you find them? <laughs> you so, being an extrovert and yeah, knowing people, loving I people. Think what happened? Actually, uh, oh, I was because people for some reason it picked up and so? people started writing things about it. Like I'm highly Googleable, just in case. <laughs> well, <laughs> FYI, like, uh, yeah. you know. <laughs> Yep. For your information. <laughs> Side note. Yep. Yeah, so I think like a lot of people were just interested in that. That, oh, wow, there's this girl from Hammer Scroll. She's making games. Oh, and they're educational. And, 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 and. And, yeah, I think I was trying to explore with like social entrepreneurship at that point. And people were writing things. Oh, and Side note. Someone. She's the, one of the co-founders of Life After Metric. So. Oh, yes. okay. Wow. Okay. All right. Back to yes. yes. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah, and someone picked it up, and they're like, "Yo, there is a community. Do you wanna come? There's like monthly meetups. People show their indie games, which is just like short games that they made, three minutes to five minutes, and they ask for feedback or people to play it. Okay. And sometimes you'll just be like going through concepts. Like someone would be like, I want to be presenting about maybe physics in games. And like, how can you play with physics in games to make your gameplay better? Someone can say, I want to explore more with, I don't know, scripts, like scripting more and doing less UI okay. stuff. And someone could be like, I want you to 
be doing less scripting and more playing with animation maybe just mm -hmm. script once because you don't know how to code and stuff so it is check them out if you guys get a chance they the the community yeah. is called make games sa make games okay. sa yeah no, actually yeah we'll try and get all the links and we'll put it yeah. in the description so yeah, people can find it yes yeah and um yeah okay so I met up with them and we made more games together with the community. And so what the was the, the business side of things at that point? Um, yeah. When you met this group of people, what was the agreements or was just, hey, oh, just no. going with the at, flow, whatever at, we do. At that point, uh, it was a community, like a game, like a dev community. Sure. Like you have like dev meetups mm -hmm. and stuff. Okay. So there was no attachments or whatsoever. Okay. But yeah, there was that, and obviously from the community, I started working with more people from there, and we made more games with them. So I don't know if people so want to be credited. going back to that business yeah. uh, con contractually, did mm. you guys have any uh, contracts going on? We say, okay, cool, we're just building. UK, we're having fun. I guess what you, was it? I get yes. what you say. So, in addition to educate, yes, at some point, because I'm thinking they were yeah. building. Yes, you got these guys which yeah. are uh, having fun, fun with yeah. what they love, yeah. But then they were somehow contributing mm. to the business, yes. And then you were thinking business, business, but then having fun. Mm -hmm. But then, how did that yes. now? You know. So I realized that I'm limited in terms of like making good games alone at sure. that point and i needed like backup or at least the development muscle and what i did is i also registered like an ngo called 67 games maybe sure. you have seen it around yeah but it did yeah I, I don't know what i was going through but i wanted to celebrate mandela and you know yeah, the 67 <laughs> Alright. Yeah. So I was like, okay, guys, we are making 67 games for Mandela Day, and I was having like yearly, um, they call them game jams, but yeah. it's basically just hackathons. Yeah, I think yeah. And then two, two of them. Mm, one of them. Where? Yeah. So Interesting. It's like dev jam for games. Yeah. 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 Game jam, right? yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So that, that was that. So it was like we contributing to this open source games that they'll be uh, playable by anyone but my business was mainly like educational uh, arcades so I was trying to monetize the arcade side that okay I will be like a platform where people make game where people play these games on and some people wanted their games to be played by more people obviously the whole concept be uh, behind educational games it was that edu educate it was like we're making educational games for people who don't have like complementary learning materials sure so if you mm -hmm. don't have access to an ipad to like upskill with this nice games or you don't have access to the library we'll put like an arcade at the tuck shop near you okay. or at like a computer at a community center or wherever we can put these things and you'll be able to go there and have like an educational experience to complement your primary school learning so in what way i'm not following so, so let's say you have yeah. you have um um what maths mm -hmm. obviously is a Typical, okay, it's an easy one. Sure, let's go with maths. Mm. So I'm doing maths. I'm a grade five um, yeah. um, learner. 
I'm doing maths on a daily basis. Mm. And then there's this egghead game. How does that now come into yeah. my space or get me to, like mm. you're saying, uh, compliment and make yeah. me more understanding of what actually I'm mm. doing on in the, in I the get classroom? You. I get like, you. How did that move across? So there is a whole debate around it that really some things are not meant to be fun. Like, <laughs> and like that's what people are saying like there's a whole oh. argument that you can't really make like games that are educational are not really fun so there's a concept that you gamify it or they call it entertainment is that a but like is there like a, a, a research field that's yeah the, opposed to that okay there there's obviously sure. two two sides of the coin but if you think about it, and that's also one thing I realized that was not allowing me to monetize to a point where I could be commercial and sustain myself, you know, because like really this games, it's more like you are gamifying a concept. If you are meant to be learning algebra, you have, okay, maybe algebra is something else. But if you are meant to be learning your operations, like you are in grade two or grade three, you have to learn them. There hmm. is... Are you saying like there's no... Like a game can only, gamify it, but... Because what you're saying right now is there's only one way of learning something and we've had a discussion about it before you came in. Mm. The whole concept of saying this is the way to learn maths and then you can't do anything outside that. Are you saying that? No. Or are you saying I'm there's saying other stuff but the, the gaming concept. part of it is not it? Wow. That's a complicated question. But what I'm saying is, like, you have to get the concept. Okay. Like, but if then you how have do you get the get concept? Should I get the concept, one. the traditional way of being in class, somebody saying one plus one is two? No. Memorize that. Okay. Or should I go to an arcade and say, uh, kill, if I kill two of uh, <laughs> these people, this yeah. is what I get. You know, I get what, you. what's the way of yes. what's the most effective way of doing yeah. it yeah because there is an there is application of learning and sure. then there is the foundation there is like the concept itself let's say like you are learning edition yeah we can say yeah you killed one cow and then now you're left with this cow stay in pictures but ultimately, you have to know that, like, one died, like a minus. There's an operation. Yes. The concepts hmm. still need to be there. And you can imagine trying to make games like that. And then they come in a tuck shop. And then there's, like, need for, not need for speed, Taken 7 or Snowboard yeah. <laughs> next to it. Like yeah, there's no competition. Fifty cent, <laughs> like your your last fifty cent. What would you yeah. play? So the whole model now became what educate with educate became like now trying to get corporates to say, hey, there's a social, there's there's like a cost behind this. Obviously, people in remote areas, you yeah, know, no, it da, sucks. Da, da. But now it gets to now, a point where people you want people to feel sorry for you to support you and give you money. Not feel sorry, man. <laughs> no, what, what you say? No, there's a cost behind something. It may like, it's like okay, you're raising funds. So no, you, you, you now yeah, have to raise funds. This is more the yeah, the fundraising thing. Yeah, yeah. So you're now trying to get basically investment. Yeah. So that you can have a runway to yeah to maybe it's get like more. You can't get the money directly from the client, and that sucks. Someone has to pay for the client to play. 
You oh. get what I'm saying? Oh. There's a player who has 50 cent and they're not willing to put their 50 cent to play this thing. Shucks. So someone, maybe the so Department we, of Education must see a, the value. You have a situation of um, uh, WhatsApp, right? Where, remember WhatsApp came on, on, on the scene mm. and then they were not uh, sustainable. Mm. Um, and then they, that's, they started introducing the whole thing of, of $1. You need to pay $1. It wasn't enforceable. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. that. Oh, <laughs> they said, if you don't pay the dollar, oh. it's going to disappear. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't enforceable. We just saw they they, they had a, a money from other people, but then they 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 got the, the they introduced the whole one dollar thing for us. Mm. Then was ten rand. We had to pay ten rand for us to continue with WhatsApp, but then it wasn't enforceable. And then they were like, "Okay, cool. This thing is not working. We're gonna continue with it." And then, but then, how are we gonna maintain as a business, even though we're gonna lose a lot of money? They got more people going into the platform. That means people are loving the product, but they're not willing to pay for it. Mm-hmm. So it's fine, do that, but then we'll go to the VCs and get more money from them because they can see yeah. the value in this thing. So yeah. we pretty much are sustaining ourselves yeah. by investors yeah. until obviously Facebook came along yeah. and bought them and then yeah. the advertising. Shit yes. I think yeah. game wise, it's Angry Birds. Oh. Angry Birds. Angry Birds. Angry Birds. They, oh. they did something like that where they got like a whole lot of the whole world playing their game. Wow. But the guy Go, hated the whole, the whole situation. Oh. Really? Yeah. That's why he, he, he scrapped the game. He removed the game everywhere. And I like, remember. I but I thought he was just going through something. No, he just, like, he became famous, boom. And then the day after, he scrapped the game. He's like, that's why, the th- that's why you, you could never get the original game, Angry but then game. Yeah. a, a yeah. version yeah. of it. Yeah. Yes. I don't get it. Like, was it... No, it was him. He, the, the the guy who created it, he didn't like the publicity. He didn't like what oh, was happening. Oh, he was just okay. making a game. Yeah, for fun. It was just that, yeah. Because it was basic. And I, I keep going basic, back. Basic game. I keep going back to that. And sometimes I'm like, maybe it's just the failure on my side to play with mechanics and stuff. Because like games can, simple games can still be fun. Yeah. Like, what is that game where you just, like go through watermelons and then you oh, slide yes. through watermelons. Yeah, That's my I've seen my game. sister play like there's also that what's it, Candy Crush? Yeah. yeah. Which everyone's obsessed with yeah. and people no, spend hours Candy, like Candy Crush is not as simple as those kind of games. Like if you look at uh, Angry Games, it's just it like was simple. Angry just bed, you're like That's that's it. That's the whole you game. Do. That's it. You get angry, it falls, <laughs> and then you wanna start over, you spend hours you're like, going Yeah. <laughs> Go to this thing. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Go. And then I think that's yeah. where people realizing that easier games with more impact, they, they're very useful based yeah. on what um, the whole concept of Angry Angry Bird. Because now that guy was just wanted to do uh, a game, a very basic game, but using the the, or the old style of doing games, mm. which is like you can Super see. Super Mario Yes, yeah, Super Mario kind of vibes. Yeah. Yes, he wanted to do that. And then that's where during that era a lot of those things came about mm. but then they couldn't match what he did and then because he was like i don't like this whatever he was i'm like getting he was a unicorn pretty much yeah ah he missed out though like no he could have made billions but I then know. for him he just went he removed it from play stores all i remember i think wow. now i recall the scandal yep. but you you see maybe you can get if we think harder maybe we can get like a 
a grade two learner mm-hmm. or grade two age child to choose an educational game that almost is like Angry Birds or whatever that doesn't cost millions to make over Street Fighter. Do you yeah. think we can? Yeah, wow. it, it actually reminds me. Maybe I don't know if this is a safe, safe space. It reminds me of a model that I remember one of my high school, my old high school, were thinking of us. But they were thinking more like blockchain, crypto. Mm. And the whole idea was like, how do you take the learning experience that a user has um, and convert it into tangible thing that the user can benefit from? AKA, build an online platform. And as the child learns, they basically build up points via coin. And they can take that coin and go and trade it for, let's say, bread. Mm. at pick and pay that could be a cool thing knowing that if you can go and do all the math challenge you can build some coin Mm. that can translate to actual food on the table or like you can win maybe stationary i think that's that's where we should be taking it honestly yeah i think that's that's where we should be taking it i think it can it can be standalone games you're right it has to plug to something yeah real rewards yeah, yeah. Now that's the love, key thing because now you data. know you're playing for something. Yeah. All right. It needs to be rewards, hundred mm. percent. But then the major thing for me in you need to be con oh score contextual, hmm. right? Because <laughs> because like if you see right in, in your case, sure, um, those people like you need to understand like the the market. The, the people at Haman Squad, what do they value the most? Mm. And then you can compensate them in whatever they value the yeah. most. And then you get to Fabrice's kind of world. What do they value? Do they value bread or do they value, um, I don't know, six Take a lot voucher. Those kind of stuff. Yeah. Then you tend to understand. Mm. And then from there, you can just yeah. go with it. So it needs to, you can't just randomly scale it up. You yeah. need to make sure that you understand the context of the whole situation. Yeah, yeah but the biggest part was because it was that, that, that whole ecosystem because you have the kid playing and now you need to convince Pick and Pay to accept your new coin. Yes. Now, what is Pick and Pay getting? Are they getting ads? Yeah, I, I tried getting... with ads. I was like, the game will have like your, whatever you're advertising. And I went to like Danone's and yeah. like Also, oh, you were working with like the, the, the big players in where you coming from yeah but also i think what that also like taps into a different industry like it taps into advertising like advertising yeah. on its own it has like its own struggles sure. its own monopolies and yep. da, da, da. and you can't really just go to spare or to i don't know some yogurt and say Please don't stop uh, commercial, like TV commercials or radio commercials. I have a new way of you advertising. It's also like trying to educate those people. They've been advertising this way. Okay. And yeah. what is the value? How are they going to measure it? Like there was also like a lot of, yeah. So you have to come I, with your numbers there to prove that, okay, cool. Um, like but I could say, yeah, I will keep tabs on... I think it was more of understanding or educating people who are in the advertising industry that no, there b- is before, value. Before that, yeah. so yes, like with any, any industry uh, that's not yet established, right? Mm. You need to get to a point where you're proving to A, 
company or an establishment or whatever the case to mm. say okay these are my numbers uh on a monthly basis i get let's say 100 kids coming to my arcade games mm. and then with that alone uh this is only focusing on let's say three um three tuck shops mm. for example yeah. if i scale it up you can see the potential that yeah. okay everybody else it will be yeah. this thing that means for you guys yeah. you'll have these many eyes on yeah. this thing yeah number wise just purely numbers yes be, be outside the sensation oh, sensationalizing everything yeah was did, did you have that concept or did you have those numbers then or was uh, more like it was more of like a proposal right saying sharp what you're gonna advertise you're gonna get some time here and there will be reward because like it'll be reaching more eyeballs and stuff but you're right i could have taken it like a, a step higher to say this is how we position it to win yes okay cool and yeah. i realize that now i think at some point when i'm like yeah, at some point when I fully healed from the trauma of startup <laughs> life, <laughs> yeah. I will attempt it with like a fresh breath, you know, and collaborating with the right people. Because I think I, at some, at, there was a level where I was like trying to pitch, you know, Cape Town and like pitching startups and all yeah, of that. Yeah, there's a lot of that, eh? It seems and like a very, yeah. yeah. So I think my whole like university was like startup life, pitching and doing all of that. And like trying to do it by myself, like having like a page. I don't know why I didn't meet you. I remember Social. I was just trying to do startups. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I wonder, I've met uh, your other friend. Which one? Linda. Oh, oh. yeah, Linda. So, yeah, he's... Linda, he's, yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he, was, uh, he was everywhere. Yeah. Doing all the fun things. But yeah. Yeah. Cool. But... I think you're right. I should have like been focused in that level, but it was it was not my area of ex- expertise. Yeah. Like there were things I've learned the hard way, and I think if I were to partner with the right person who has the vision, okay, yeah, you do the games, and maybe I support you in this way because there will always be like an area where you're limited and you need someone else yeah. to boost you. And I realized like. That's not my passion. It was exhausting me, and that mm. I just wanted to be in engineering or making like some pieces of software. And because of that, I ended up saying, and the hustle of like startup life, like paying rent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the drama, guys. <laughs> and everyone be like, yo, that expensive education. Because I think I went like a year or two after graduation, just like fully startup life. Really? And I was convinced. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's deep. I got yeah, some deep. customers, but like you say, it was not corporate. It, it was still like, government so i think one of the founders was like uct shako and then i made some arcade yeah i made some arcades for them for the lavala park uh community centers and some of the centers and then there was a project with the western cape uh live i think it was education department because they wanted the content in their libraries like every computer where they have like community libraries for it to be like a resource yeah. that people can do. So it was government uh, sort of like sub- supplemented p- 
projects, I guess. Okay. Like, Did you get any of the these government fundings, like TI or DTI? Or yo, I've applied. You... I never got anything. Like, Cedar and... Really? Like, dude, no it hurts. It hurts. No it hurts. Because I'm like, you know what? No and then ways. you see... I don't want to, like, bring my friends to this, but, like, you see your other friends who got, like, three years... Because your father was sponsoring them and they had wow. a studio in Stellenbosch and they were making like some good games or whatever. And then the game works out or like some boys and I don't nice. know, a club somewhere. And then because I felt at some point, I felt like the only thing I need is two years. Just pay for my rent and food. I don't even need a car. Like just pay bare minimums and let me push this. Yeah. And I think that's wow. why it's so sore. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I, I'm, I'm actually feeling it now because I know so many startups. Because I, I got into a lot of the, the, the government stuff with the innovation hub. And I saw, as you know, Bongs, I always used to talk about how just so many trashy startups and founders. Oh, man. But they These just incubators. Yeah, yeah. These incubators are getting, they're not getting all the government, all the private support, and they're like literally not doing enough. Not yeah, doing some shit. of them, you find they're doing a whole tech business, but none of the founders can code, and they're relying on um, stakeholders that the incubators are bringing on to, to deliver on stuff. Oh. You know, and it's, it really pains me. And yeah. It's thing, a scam, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a hustle that I guess some of them are doing. Because like, like, I'm listening to you, it comes back to that thought in my head. I'm like, oh my God, if you were just, if you were born in Silicon Valley, literally, you yeah. would have raised like millions. Dude, and, support. And just having an ecosystem that's mm. able to allow you to go. I don't, I don't, I don't think though, though. I don't think uh, so. You don't think I would have raised no, me? No, no, no. <laughs> let, me, let me be the devil in this uh, conversation. Because okay, I'm thinking, um, at some point, you needed to understand how the, play, the game is played. Which, obviously, you said you're not interested in that kind of stuff. Maybe you needed somebody to understand how the game is played. Because, like you said, to get money, essentially, you just need to understand how the game is played. Uh, how to play around, how to put your proposal in such a way that your tears yeah. and your whatnot, uh, they can love your, your, your whatever. Yeah. You are not there. Like, I'm doing what I'm good at, and then yeah. this is the game. Maybe, I was, but I, I think was actually, the, the, to some extent... Because uh, yeah, yeah, right. if you see, a lot of, yeah. a lot of people, Sickle and Value, getting a lot of money, especially yeah. even, even SA, whatever market it is. Yeah. The major stuff is those guys who can sell themselves. That's yeah. why I say sale is very important, especially yeah. for funders. There's, there's another equation yeah. that you're missing. It's it's also about how risk averse the ecosystem is. In South Africa, it's there a lot of these people are not willing to put a lot of money into things that are risking. As compared to Silicon Valley, you'll get guys coming up with an app that lets you know when your cat needs to poop. Yeah, and he'll raise like millions. Yeah. All right, so. The ecosystem the yeah, but is funding a lot more risky it's not, things. They don't just find I get you, anything. Bonks. It's more they of They take a, it to like the value of yes. what value are they getting. The ones who just get any funding yeah. is if you have a friend, if you have your dad, if you have whatever, mm. then you'll survive. But then if you have Bongani who, you, who's not willing to yeah. interact in that if kind of space. You have to be space, a Bitcoin or something. Yeah, you have to demonstrate exactly. value to everyone. But if I'm just me without doing any work 
from that world. Yeah. Convincing people is not my thing. Yeah. I won't raise it, yeah. even though I'm in Silicon Valley. No, there's no, different levels like, of... Some people recognize different. that. Yeah. yeah. Some investors will recognize that you, we can you give to, you this money, but with this sort of person yes, supporting 100%. you. Yes, 100%. But then you, yeah. as a founder, you need to go out there and convince them. Not only purely from a technical standpoint, yeah. but then from from a a business business standpoint. Yeah, I guess you also see? we can say maybe that's why most of the companies that succeed, it's someone technical working with the co-founder that is like business, business based yeah. orientated. Mm. Because I re- I was interested in how many people are playing that game, and I was I even went further to like try to categorize them to say okay in this area we have more people like playing math related games in this area we have like kids playing games about like gangsterism awareness and stuff and i was just trying to study that but i couldn't translate the numbers to business value yeah comes so to that 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 happens more sometimes sometimes where you get a, a a vc who recognize the value it's just that you as a technical person can't express it yeah right they, they, they see it. And then yeah. the question is, how many of those VCs are out there who can see and say, you're not presenting your product correctly, but I know the value of your yeah, product. Yeah, and, and that's, I think, was my point. Because it actually would be more angel investors because she was still very, like, early stage. Yes. As yes. opposed to, by the time you get to VCs and whatever, there you've already got a whole engine yeah. going. Sure. And I think I genuinely still hold so what's the number my there? point. Like, what's the number there of... The people who who can come and sit and say, "I recognize your value, even though you can't express it to me." Yeah, I mean, the other way to look at it, there's a whole industry of people with money looking for people like her. Okay. So you have guys who are desperately trying to get into the whole tech investment. So they are hunting for founders that can mildly look like they could be a unicorn. All right, and obviously for them. You could almost argue it actually is a plus for them to identify someone who's just a techie, doesn't understand their value, and then they can come in and be the one to basically mold and shape you mm. into the image of whatever it is they... Yeah. I remember Zuckerberg. I mean, yes, Zuckerberg was like ruthless, and we all know, you know... Bad example. <laughs> but my point is that he was not fundamentally a business guy. Yeah, you yeah. Consider that business people around him. He, okay, yes, some of his early co-founders were yes. business people. The people who got I, him money. That's another people are, they don't understand, which is, I understand your pain. Mm. People don't understand that money, like these people who've made it, these businesses who made it, at some point there was somebody who gave them five million. Say, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. They spent it, yeah, however. Yeah. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Peter Thiel was the first external investor in Facebook. Now, he's a proper monies guy. He's the PayPal guy. He understood the, 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 the thing. is. So when mm-hmm. he even describes how he met Zuckerberg, he still had his jeans and T-shirt. He was just a tech guy. And then he came in and he was able to identify that this could be big. Yeah. Now, of course, he admits that he didn't know then, but he just wanted to invest anyway. But it's that kind of thing. It's that... But then the, I don't the people call it around... The, the, even though... Forget about uh, Peter... Uh, Peter Till. Till, yes. Peter Till for now. Before then, Facebook has had runway based on the, the co-founders 
could get money from dad and mommy and whatnot. Yeah, to run their service to and stuff. To run yeah. it for three, four years without yeah. worrying about anything. As as okay, I don't want to say this, but I let me say it. As that. as black people. Yeah, I was about <laughs> to say. I'm like, how many angel investors in South it's Africa like within our context right now are trying to look for someone like myself yes. or you yeah. to be like, yeah. like purely on the potential of this thing. I want to support you. How many of them are looking for someone like us? And it's not that they not, they don't exist. They, they do, do exist. exist. I know a lot and, of them. Sure. You know, but yeah, maybe that's, that's, that's a deeper conversation because I'm sure I'm not the only one who went through this. There's so many people who, go through this hustle and maybe it's shrinking even the our economy mm. or the potential to contribute to to the world you know and yeah do you guys want to talk about that a yeah. little bit a actually little let's, bit. Go, let's go let's go for it let's go for it you're the guest so bit. you do whatever whatever you say no you go for I, it. i'm i'm just thinking like it's the three of us on the table and we all have some sort of like startup experience or hustle and we know at some point you need the money to keep going because this you also have you know a lucrative career or degree Mm -hmm. and you can live comfortably on the other side and yeah, how do we solve that? Because I sometimes don't understand, like, whose issue is it? Because they see that there's, like, DTI and yeah, all other yeah. things, you know? All these things that we mention. And I feel like as much as we we sort of, we should be pointing to, or we should be hinting to the angel investors to be like, look wider, open your eyes for other areas, you know? But the... It's a collaboration. Yeah, no, it, it is, eh? Because I think the thing yeah. is, it, it's this yeah. this this topic is very, is very uh, subjective for me. Mm. Okay, been using subjective a lot today, but anyway, it's very <laughs> subjective for me because um, Fabrice will be Fabrice is like you'll be those kind of those kind of startups where like they know okay, cool to get let's say uh, investment on board. You have to touch, let's say, for now, we know the sensation is for, for IR. Machine learning. Blah, blah, blah. Once you have anything in there, <laughs> the, the chances of you getting funded, mm. they, are, they are large. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But then, you, know, you, don't, you don't like that. Right? Let's say you just want to do games or you want to do other something. Mm. You go to the government, you're thinking, okay, cool, right now, um, government are funding all these old people, all these nice ideas. Everybody who seems like they might be a, a, a thingy successful. Mm-hmm. I'm talking from experience here. So we went to, um, let's say we went to the government. Um, I forgot which one, government sector, and we proposed our. We went and, and did our pitch. Okay. They told us no. With your idea, we don't. We don't see anything innovative. Right? Oh, wow. Even though we are a business, we're running, everything okay. is good, we just need to scale now. They were like, no, there's no nothing innovative about your idea. So what's, so, okay, what's cool. the, 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 you don't have the department? Uh, yes, pretty much, yes. What, what's the department and innovation? I think it was TIA, yes. Yeah, TIA. It was a TIA. Oh, TIA. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah that was one story. Story for <laughs> others, there's, yeah. But then there's, there was that. I'm speaking based on TLD. Yeah. Okay. And then they came, okay, we, they said that to us. Okay, cool. Fair enough. We understand. But then we are a business, we are running, and then we have clients. We just need to scale. Yeah, that's nice when you have like willing clients. Yes. At that point, but like we're giving like an example of WhatsApp. At some point, you don't have clients for five years until yeah, but, you hit. But see, uh, if I remember the the mm. the where I can unpack the government model from my little yes. experience, so they have that notion of what they call the technology readiness levels. Mm. All right, they, I think it goes from like one to seven or one to nine. I think it's a NASA model. Which starts obviously from conception to let's say uh, a, a prototype to like a commercial MVP and then to so at different levels of your technology readiness level, government will fund you. There's different government in theory. There's different government agencies that are supposed to come in and fund you. So TIA is typically like right there at the beginning where they can fund you for like Constant. close to like a hundred k, hundred fifty k, give and take away, um, just at an idea level. Mm. Now, what I understood with the government space, that's where I come back. I obviously was in a startup with a guy who knew the how government to space. The, exactly. He knew that once you apply... They know how to play the you game. You don't just stop there. Yeah. You nag, you go to the office, yeah. you go to the superior, you yeah. become... So he understood how mm. to yeah. navigate that space. Mm. But more importantly, the key thing we realized was um, you need to understand things from government perspective. They have targets. There's too many people trying to build, let's say, an app or too many people. So if you target or you frame your business within an industry that gets them to check their box. Mm. So one of the key things I remember we would throw in a lot was the idea that, one, we're trying to build a stethoscope, a medical thing. That was hard enough, but we kept adding in that element that we want to localize create an R&D space to empower other M, uh, 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 other small businesses. Mm. There's, a, there's a language okay. that gets these guys' yeah. light bulbs on. Mm. Localization, creating more jobs, mm. empowering the ecosystem, all these different things that for them, they see, okay, cool, by empowering this business. You see what Fabrice is doing? Is doing what I was doing to you. Mm. You're saying you didn't have enough knowledge of the space. Mm. You, you were not playing the game yeah. well enough. No, you're right. Definitely. Well, he knows how to play the game. No, I mean, I, I didn't. And that's why I can relate with you. I, I, I just knew I was in a team with someone who I could mm. see firsthand how he was doing it and he was very good at it. I mean, And we, you probably learned from that exchange. Yeah, I mean, experience. like, yeah, they, 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 you learn a lot. Mm. But the biggest thing I learned was that, like, yeah, there is like language. But more importantly... If I can be fair, we were doing we are targeting healthcare and medical space, something that I think nobody else was trying to do, and that meant that there there was always a sympathy towards what we we're doing, and um, we weren't in necessarily a crowded space. So my experience in that startup would not necessarily be replicable. Let's say if it was a different startup where mm. the, the the vibes were a bit different. So there's that element to it, which is why I also feel like. Um, yeah, they, it's not necessarily expert knowledge, but just the fact that if you're trying to build something that's unique, that ticks the box of, yeah. you know, yeah. 
I don't know, no one else is trying to build a medical yeah, device. They will always you. be trying to like support because mm. in their portfolio, you're the only one sitting there. Yeah. All right. I and t- I totally, yeah, I get you guys. And I will like, just for the record, I will at some point want to commissionize a game. Maybe it might not be an educational game, but it will be a game. And like you say, Bongs, I think at that point, I was still exploring. Obviously, there was still my degree and all of that. And given the lessons and learning the rules of the play, if I, if I like at some point when I re-enter the space, it'll be different. Like I will be trying to play the game. Like, okay, at what point do we raise money? Which conferences do I go to? Because ah. I think at that point, it was organic. It was that thing yeah, I love making games. And it, there is some, there could be like some commercial element to it. And I was freestyling as I go. Like it just unfolded. And then go to a point where you needed to actually commercialize it, yeah. which is after what, varsity or yeah. before? Then you're like, okay, cool. I'm in the state. Just before. Um, even there, before it was fun, 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 fun. But mm. then go to a point, check. I actually need to commercialize this. Yeah, thing. it's a business. Now, oh. yeah, now I'm forced <laughs> because I need food. Yes, I need this, rent. I need that, right? And then you're like, okay. And at that point, because you didn't plan it out properly, like every it's gutted. It's, it's it's yeah. For me, that's where like I have to bring in these topics. That's for me is where privilege to some degree comes in because like I know a lot of like friends-ish that I went to high school with. And you can tell that, like, some people just have that privilege to have an idea and have the safety net of failing. They can still chill in the parents' place, still have a car, still have infrastructure, access to internet, medical aid, Mm. and have that two-year runway that you're speaking about and not feel like you're going back. There's no black tax. There's no one at home bothering. You can just keep coding and building and then others don't all right and i think that's into that actually so obviously you have cape town experience and you had uh home experience Mm. what was the like when you had the whole cape town i'm assuming you had all those um yeah white people uh as you say Mm. and then the community and whatnot yeah and then at what point, like, were you home then, Hamaskral, mm. when you're like, okay, cool, now I need to make stuff happen. But then at that time, I'm assuming you don't have the resources that you had in Cape Town yeah. where everything was just so in your disposal. I, I had the two years with, like, the little money that I made from, like, the customers I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And the minute when I realized like the next three months it's the the budget that I have to like stay <laughs> safe <laughs> I started applying for jobs and I got oh, a job oh <laughs> wow sold out okay that sounds wrong but okay <laughs> I know I mean, like, and you know what like a lot of people because there was also I think if I were to go into business again I don't know what you guys will say about hype because I realized there's space for hype but hype got into me okay. to some extent like it okay. influenced it started being the girl who makes games like a black girl da, 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 da. like it gave me identity mm. and mm. i think it was a cloud that also like clouded me to not think about other things it's it's just me trying to put together what happened but okay. it might not be true but 
there, there was also this thing that I started hating a lot about like media is good and I think media like the at least exposure of media could like get the right people interested but the only questions or the only things that media were interested in and you could see even like around August like, Women's Month yeah, yeah youth <laughs> yes. around June yes. there's that hype that's what we're doing right now <laughs> <laughs> stop it we play the game <laughs> Stop it. And I think at some point, it just, it became about the hype more than the actual, like, I will be featured maybe in five interviews in a month. I'll have like a nice cover at, with L magazine or what would. It was nice. But like going back to the milestones of the business or trying to push the, push the actual business, it was not happening. I don't know. Well. So I think maybe I'm trying maybe to rely, relay it's a, something. Maybe it's a skill. Yeah. Maybe it's a skill. Like, so I think yes, you can get, use it. No, but it's not but just it her. I've heard about yeah, that. No, no, that that's what I'm saying. People maybe it's get a, a lot of publicity in the in definitely Africa, in startups. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it's a skill that we need to learn. Right? I'm I'm terrible at it. I'm terrible at media in general. But then it's a skill where once you get publicity. How do you now convert Harness that? It. Yeah, yes. convert it into actual yes. tangible yeah. progress. Yeah. yeah. I think there is there there is a way, but what what sometimes or what I realize it was playing is like it almost gives you the satisfaction that you have arrived at that time. Oh, oh fuck! So and your the- mom calls you. Yo, I saw you on TV. Oh, your aunt are like, oh my god, they you do. made it! I bought the newspaper. You haven't because. Based on your numbers yeah. or based on what it, your objective as a company, yeah. Yeah, you haven't hit anything. It plays Shut. like a psychological. Yeah, it, it creates a feedback loop. Is yeah. it, it gives you a, a sense of satisfaction? Yeah. That is the, it a black thing? Like, like everybody in the township is talking about me, dude. But then I'm not getting any money out of it. Dude, <laughs> no, I don't think, I think it's a I, black thing. I think it's. it's I think it's fame. Like fame in general is like that. Okay, I had like small fame. I don't want to say I had fame, but so? like the little one that I had or exposure that I have. I think this like there is some psychological mm-hmm. f- loop that actually gets created there. Hmm. But I think the more interesting thing now is how would you do it differently? Because I think I'm, I'm in a similar yeah. space where. You have your bad startup experience, yeah. But and then, then now you're trying to think. At some but point, then based we have on, to go back to no, this. based on, but based on what you you've been saying throughout mm. the whole conversation, I don't think that's a right question to ask. I don't think we should ask that question because it seems like she's not yet figured out. Yes. What happened? Okay, fair enough. No, I know well, what happened. It depends on. I but think then, at yeah. this point, Why are you trying I'm to speak trying. for her, huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I became for women during women's month. Guys, guys, I'm gonna be sorry, Michelle. Women or not, this is I'm doing me. This is what I've learned from this conversation. This experience, exactly. Yes. Women or not. That's what I'm. That's no, me. I know you, Bongs. Yes. Yeah, you are for the woman. Yes. Let's go. Yes. Yeah, I just realized. Okay, cool. It's like, uh, all right. Nice play on words. Uh, Okay, cool. Uh I think at this point, like you say, I have not 
I, to some extent, I have unpacked it, but I would still want, and this is why this conversation is actually helpful for me. And I would like to have it with even more like people who started startups, whether because it's it's not only us who struggle. I mean, we have our struggles because of this, but there are a lot of startups based in Stellenbosch that never make it and stuff. So I think there is a bigger conversation to just... But then uh, me as a, the devil, I'll come in, who cares, right? <laughs> who cares? Well, why I'm saying who cares is yeah. because um, most of the time, especially the people who succeed, is the people who failed multiple Two times, times, right? Yeah. You look at, let's say, uh, your uh, facility experience, you look at my facility experience, you look at people, uh, for business experience. Yes, that time we conquered and then we won, we had to say good good things about it. But then the journey itself was very... It was very rough. Yes, <laughs> yes. Eventually we got there. It was a fight. Yes. Yeah. Right now, it was your first attempt at mm. something. It didn't work out. Cool. Yeah. You're coming back. When you're coming back, obviously... Everybody will be listening. Everybody will be watching. Whether you succeed and how you succeed from that, you like you see a lot of startups, Silicon Valley and whatnot. Mm. Founders will go through, let's say, what's a founder, Facebook, mm. whatever. They'll go through multiple iteration of the yeah. same idea. Mm. Even the, especially um, these guys, the guys who who do, uh, let's say, uh, um, TV shows, right, or cartoons. They'll go through Big Bang Bang, uh, Big Bang Theory, whatever. Those guys, they will go through the same. It, it, they'll go through iteration of the same idea mm. in different ways, yeah. pitching it to different people, mm. different studios, mm. and failing. Mm. But then eventually, maybe their yeah. tenth attempt yeah. to pitching it You're to right. some studio, they'll yeah. win. Yeah, you. It was your only first mm. attempt to yeah. the whole thing, and then cool, you expected to win. Mm. Is that a good or not? We don't know. Yeah. So at what point are you going to win? When you win, yeah. you're going to be there. Yeah. Right now, we like, okay, you haven't won, so <laughs> come again. <Yay! laughs> Go back. I get you. I <laughs> you get see? the who cares yeah. now. Yeah. It's like that thing yeah. of who cares. Should, yeah. we feel, should we feel sorry for you because mm, you're black? No. And then a lot of people go through that situation, black yeah. or white, whatever skin color it is, yeah. whatever gender, can they I go through can that. Can I just jump in there lose. though? Sure. But I think... Those things are they they do contribute. I think as much as we want to, oh, yeah. we want to yeah. unpack the real issue, right? So Definitely. that we can be able to some roadmap to say, or at least like have a conducive environment for people to play in the startup field. And if we're being honest, those are the like the first layer of the issues. Then we'll take it to the second layer. That why are all startups? So what I'm trying to say is like those things matter. They should care like people should care that this like the environment is not conducive. First we have to like have or set up an environment that is conducive for people to play in it. Then we'll say people are playing in it and they're failing. Then that's like a different layer of Okay, for yeah, like, I'm saying something. I, I used, yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> obviously, like I'm, I'm dying to just <laughs> yes. like cause come in. I, I also like the viewpoint you're making, which is basically the in general this thing is hard, and it's something that's just generally hard. Get get used to it and 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 see it that way. 
I saw it when I was actually trying to look for a job. And I, and I realized that, obviously, we know that tech has that thing of it being very white and all that kind of stuff. And I never used to think much about it. I used to think just, okay, cool, no, it's fine. I can do stuff. I can build it, build stuff, whatever. I can make it, you know. I can, if I just work hard, I'll just get there. Obviously, eventually I did and I, and I got to where I got. But there was a period where I became so aware of, you know, when you go on LinkedIn and you look at companies and you're like, I want to work here. And you go through profiles <laughs> and you can see everyone in this company looks a certain way comes from a certain university, has a certain profile. And then I quickly became aware of like, oh my God, this space is actually a little bit like a certain kind of way, which is hard for someone like me to come in. Mm. All right. So it became hard for me to mm. just see it as an objective problem to solve. You know, you, be, you start to realize that there's actually a model in the space that you kind of need to like, you know, you either can ignore it and obviously focus on optimizing on the problem, a.k.a. if I just work hard and offer value and do whatever, I'll succeed. But then you, you, you have that moment where you realize, that, okay, cool, there is an imbalance in the ecosystem. So on top of no. optimizing for success as a startup, you have to optimize for the reality that of the few angel investors that will fund a risky, let's say, game startup, they are less likely to do it for someone who is a black woman from mm -hmm. Hamanskral. Facts. Because I'm like, you know what's the first step? It's acknowledging the problem in its totality. And I'm like, at this point... They, like there are some like unconscious bias. We're not saying people are like angel investors or people who should be contributing or these companies are horrible or they're going out of their way to say we want only to make sure yes. like we're not saying like they are on on some like pro uh, like racial discrimination propaganda. It's thing. It's the way like. The other way to look at yeah. it from an objective perspective, and it's very cynical, but, and I know it will appeal to you, Bongs. <laughs> if you're an investor, the devil, and you're trying to invest in, it's risky enough investing. You know, the, the meme is, you invest in 10, one will succeed and pay for all the failures. So you're obviously now trying to work on data and facts. All right. And if, we know that historically only certain people have had opportunities to do certain things. Mm -hmm. It means there's only data that will validate a certain model of success. All right. And it will take someone being risky, venturing out of that to invest in something that there's very little data. And we know that the VC space has a lot of that element. But if you just work on the idea of what has succeeded before and how can I follow that pattern, it will not look like a yeah. black woman from Haman Skral. I mean, that's How many successful founding companies have taken this like, profile? I'm looking at data. It's safe for you to be like, let me look for the, let me go to the guy from Stanford or whatever yeah. who came from that degree and has that profile because that's the profile of all the other startups that have succeeded before. So without even being racist, just looking at it from an empirical perspective, you can reinforce to some degree, a, a bias because that's what you have to work with. So let me 
Be the devil. Welcome the, be the devil. No, I'm not being the devil. Right? right now, this is what's happening. Let me just fill you in. Mm. Fabrice is being me. I'm being her, him. Mm. So, um. <laughs> so then, how do you get to a point where then mm. you are more like you you're recognized, regardless who you are, where you come from, your background? Mm. How do you get to be recognized for your talent? Or are you saying, you guys, are you saying we are not talented enough to emerge oh, no. and be on the level? Listen. Wait, wait. Because that's, that's what you guys have been saying throughout, right? You guys are saying we are talented, but we just need, you know, somebody to just recognize me. Okay, I get you. Like, yeah. It, it doesn't work yeah, that way. I get, I get, uh, I, it's biased. The world yeah, is biased. Yeah, I understand that yeah. part. But then, what are you guys saying? What what I'm saying, or at least what I'm saying is, it might take us slightly longer. Oh. So you need the boost. It might take us. No, I'll, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'll come back second round and I'll hustle it out, and I'll come back maybe third round and I'll get it right, or maybe fourth. You know, sure, sure. It'll be a charm, and then I'll get it right. But we'll emerge. That's for sure. Without a doubt, but pretty much you're saying you need a boost. Okay. Pretty much, I'm saying I'm paying for my cost for learning. Like I don't have like a safe net, so it's like saying, okay, now I need to leave. No. (laughs) (laughs) What are you saying? Explain. Yeah. Okay. From my perspective, like this is where I get a bit controversial in trouble. I don't think, like the boost. For me, it's like, it's an illusion. Like, it, it's not really... Because when you say you need a boost, you basically mean more funding houses should be preferential to black people or more whatever. There's that way, that narrative about what it means uh, to, be a, uh, to get a boost. I think that might not fully solve it. Um, and what that does, it, it's like BE. It creates this thing where only, let's say, elite blacks now get in with the game or people who are connected enough to know how to get into these spaces get in in the game because um what am i saying but in any case um we need a boost versus what all right versus the idea that kind of like we kind of now you now recognize that it's tougher all right and it means that it's it, i need to get more out of me meaning i need to work harder and I need something a lot more groundbreaking to break through the space. And that's the challenge we have mm. as a black person. Now, obviously, if you're a white founder, you're also thinking like that. Because the inno- there's the innovation challenge itself of trying to come up with something that's amazing and great. And then there's the fact that I now need to add this extra uh, uh, factor in, the, in my effort equation yeah. to, to factor in the fact that, okay, cool, I might need to... If I go into a meeting one day with Peter Thiel, it's not just, unfortunately, he's a bad example because I don't want to imply that he, he's racially biased. But if I go into a space that has these dynamics that we've generalized, I know that out beyond my ideas, I need to have that extra factor mm. because I'm black, because I'm Congolese, because I'm whatever, to... You know, so that these things speak a lot more louder than all the things that disqualify me from fitting the model of what the ordinary person 
would have categorized as success. Mm. So that's for me is the real yeah. thing to solve. Can I come in there, yeah. please? Especially like on that point of saying, redefining success for ourselves. Because yeah. given all these things or all these challenges that we have stated, it means for me, at least like I can imagine it this way, for me, okay, Bongs, let me start here. Yeah. How long did it take for Bank Zero to, to launch? How long? Oh, yeah. we went there. How many years? <laughs> Five, four years? Five years. Something Five. like that, you sure? Yeah. yeah. And that's also like a general thing in game studios to say you'll fully start sort of making some money or launching your actual, actual game after five years. Okay. And that is with the support of an angel investor or someone else. Sure. So for someone like myself, I would have to strategize that five years or six years. I'll maybe like do some things for two years yeah. and then like run out of money like I did yeah. and not have the backup and try to go to the working field and make some money, maybe okay. take two years, fund myself. And, and I'm saying... So we don't then, want the ball. But then what, what, but what's, the, what's the stats though? What's the stats? Hey, fuck, I've been talking about a lot of stats. But then, yes, we want you as Regina yeah. to go through the whole motion. Mm. And then maybe like three years it will take you, right? Mm. But then what's the typical stuff uh, in, in your industry? In, the, in your industry, do people actually take, let's say, five years to get to where they are? Or are you like the outlier? Of that stat, uh, I've got a stat that's uh, tricky, bongs. <laughs> sure. Of the 147 billion rand venture capital invested in the U.S. startups last year, 1.2 percent were by black founders. This is so stressful. I like that. That's a stat. Yeah. What, what, what 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 do you have to say about that? Is it does it like let's talk about the bias that exists in the stats. Is there bias? Is it racial? No, there's a there's a lot of things that goes into it. Number one, yes, could be. Oh, not number one, but then one of them could be um, bias, racial, whatever the case may be. Because obviously, if you have an industry of certain way, uh, an industry of people thinking in a certain way, of course, definitely they're gonna be making decisions skewed towards a certain side, right? That's that's mm-hmm. normal. There is, is there's nothing wrong with it. There's just, nothing wrong with 99% of investment being racialized. No, listen. Okay. For example, well, why I'm saying there's nothing wrong with it is this way, right? You get to a point like, let's say, you you as a, as a company mm-hmm. educate, let's say you are a black-owned, everything, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then you're trying to bring people on board. Obviously, you as a, you'll have a bias of saying, I want my black people to come on board. And then when it comes, is that is there anything wrong with that? Let's start there. You bringing five other people who are black in your team, is there something wrong with that? Could Why? Be based on their race. No, no, no. It could be based on race, but then you, because you interact more, you interact better with them, uh, the culture, as they people say oh. it, the culture, you feel more, you understand them more, you think you'll be yeah. as a company where you are at the moment. Mm you'll become better and more efficient if you are with these people relative to you are with um, Indian, white, whatever the case may be. Mm. So 
it might not be bad for you for the company yeah for the yeah. company's like okay i, I don't wanna we hire. want to move first yes yeah, why would i hire people that you're not used to working with yeah, yeah why would right. i do that for myself why would i hire if i'm going to a africans yeah. company then they're not hiring me i'm like okay cool they don't hire me because sure maybe it's racial yeah it's a racial it's good racial because i won't fit Maybe you think you that's not really bad. maybe I'm not competent that, whatever that might not that's be racial decision. that's more like cuz that's the tricky thing with this whole discussion because the there's things about your character there's character and there's race and we know character matters most in everyday life like who you are and how you work with whether you black white if you're like a mean or lazy or whatever it, it, you know and we know even know that mm. even very racist people can break their racism because they see that you're talented so we know character supreme of all things and I'll never and that for me is one of the things that helps me believe because you know that at the end of the day it's it's about you and how you work and how good you are at a fundamental level but then you've got that element of race culture and all these different things and to get your point i think that it really does become this multivariate equation of which racial bias is would be a component people being used to a certain way of working they might not necessarily be out there to try and bring down bad people they just are used to working with people from stanford and harvard who all happen to look a certain way and mind you they might even be black and white but they might be privileged black and privileged white it's not your ordinary kind of black person or yeah. and there's the fact that there's there's all these layers to yeah. it and that's why no, like 100% i do admit it hurts when they reject you it hurts <laughs> oh yeah of course I mean, a yeah. lot yeah maybe 10 years 5 2 3 years from now you'll 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 try to understand their yeah. point of view which is a as a human level whether it was racist or never yeah. or not but then you understand right mm. but then at that time you like yeah. If you guys you are racist yeah. blah 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 yeah. blah blah and man yes. I'm the best yeah. thing out there uh. give me money I mean like you're right maybe you're right you are mm. so yeah while yeah. I have you guys but the good thing is that at this table yeah good thing is that we got hurt multiple times <laughs> got rejected in interviews oh. but yeah, we're here no. making a lot of money make lose oh. say that louder okay i'm not making a lot of money but one day <laughs> yes yeah, so yeah i don't know what money bongs is talking about yeah bongs is making money <laughs> making little money <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like yeah do you, yes, should yeah. we spend the last minutes because i feel like we've indulged we literally have spent our time and energy and our minds exploring the difficulties that exist within like the startup life or anyone trying to be in that space and i would like us to like maybe touch on cuz that's also something i'm personally working on or trying to figure out given all of these things like how do we navigate how how do we get more people in startup life given that there won't be money there will be someone who has the technical skill like you guys mechatronics And I feel like those are the people who should be contributing to like difficult social issues like education, health, transport, da 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 da. And 
given all these issues, they might not have the privilege, they might have not the safe net, and obviously people want to eat, they have black tax, then they can get paid more, and da 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 Social like, issues, right? Obviously, we had this whole commotion of, uh, I think this week, the social development um, government Grand. part. Yes, hmm. they proposing, we see the green, the green paper, they're proposing that, um, I think it was, what, how much was it? 12%. Of your salary needs to go or max from eight to twelve percent max needs to go into social ground. With that in mind, would you um wait, wait, wait. Meaning on top of our taxes, yes, sir. they want to take twelve percent <laughs> of our salaries. <laughs> this, so that's like France, dude. That's like first world kind of like stuff. I mean we're st- okay, sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry. It's like France actually. Actually, yeah, they, exactly like France. Maybe we're trying to move yeah. there. Yeah, we don't know the details, but then that's what's the headline for the week. Mm. With that, I think France like, is like twenty one percent. So imagine, I remember when I was going through it, in, when I, I, I had a job for the, you look at this income tax, and you become aware that there's this other thing called social contributions oh, that just takes, and it just it's like what, you know, mm. <laughs> it's just so complex. Mm. But then the reality is that. Sorry, I don't want to cut you, but it does really get to that point of, at least with them, you can see it. Like, your schooling is free. Transportation works, generally speaking. Um, you know, if I'm sick, I know I don't have to cough out like 100K for an operation. I, my kids are taken care of. I'm taken care of. If I become unemployed, I can have like 80% of my salary for the entire year until I get a job. So you can see the benefits. What I'm afraid of with South Africa is, will we really see those benefits? I'm more than willing to pay that 12% if it really does translate into better healthcare mm. systems and all those things. And that's what I think is the real, is going to be my issue, is maybe not so much believing in it, because you know there's the radical capitalism, socialism, but yeah, if generally I can give 12% and I know that it will generally mean that everybody will have a safety net to become an entrepreneur maybe mm. and have enough to... Though, then, yeah, it's great. But if that's yeah. not the case... Actually, while we added, while we at that point, maybe... Because I'm trying to consolidate, like, moving forward, someone listening to this, they're doing, like, their second year at UP or UCT, and they're hustling their startup life, and they're like, what's next on the line? Or what could be next? Or maybe, I don't know, some government official, for some reason, is listening to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And they're, like, trying to foster, like, an entrepreneurial environment and stuff. Like, Tipping on that tax thing, maybe because I know you can donate to NGOs and then claim it back to tax. There are people who make so much money, like just working you bongs, you make a lot of money. You can, <laughs> you can probably, no. In, no, in a year, you can probably donate 50 grand to a second year student and then try to claim you possibly contribute more than that to tax. And if they say you can show that you have contributed to the startup and obviously documentation da, 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 and then they give you your money back i think that, that is could such work. a dope idea yeah because i actually think about it I'm, I'm s- give people tax breaks for basically being to some degree angel investing in their community 
No, there's 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 uh, ideas like <clears throat> not ideas. There's policies like that. Um, yeah. There's one for the for the VC one. There's I can go into a lot of them, but then mm. the VC one that was um, uh, discontinued in July, if I remember the section j12 or section 12 j lawyer okay no no (laughs) (laughs) so section j yes (laughs) more of an overvc side of things where if you contribute you get this amount of rebates in terms of uh, tax and whatnot yeah same thing with um the other one with um what do you call this thing the other one with ngos um you contributing to social welfare whatever the case Mm. may be like that obviously it will cut down your um yeah your whole expenses in terms of tax you contributing into um uh what do you call this thing medical aid etc blah blah blah, blah. Mm. so stuff, yeah. there's loopholes that um investors or educated investors go through yeah whether go through property investments mm. or whatnot there's different loopholes and why you're doing those kind of mm. stuff i think it should be general Knowledge. Yeah, because, because then I'm trying to say, educated if I hear investors. her carefully, sorry for yeah. cutting you, yeah. is that it's about taking this mystified reality or whatever and taking it to someone like you and I, where I actually realized that if there was a product that allowed me to, let's say, put like one or two grand into a startup and I could, let's say, even get tax benefits from it, where I know I'm funding some second-year student trying to build something interesting. Once a month, we have a call. I get to give him advice. I get to see how he's going through. Something like that would be amazing. No, the thing is, like, it, mm. it's there. It's just that you're not, you, you want it in that format. Yeah, that's why I say okay, a product. Say maybe yes, you want it in that format, let's but have it does more exist. more people educated on this. How about that? <laughs> are you living in South Africa? No, but I'm saying <laughs> it shouldn't be a loophole. It should be no, something. No, it's not a loophole. If you go and study your financial uh, literacy, right, or your your basic financial literacy, or your basic uh, South African governmental, uh, let's say, um, what what was this thing? Section J. No, no, not section, <laughs> not section day. But there's there's a lot your of tax them. policies. Yeah, your tax policies to start with. Mm. You look at uh, other stuff like um, uh, your financial legislations and all those. Your uh, the one for provident fund. If you study them carefully, obviously we're not lawyers. We're not gonna go into that. Mm. That's why you'll need like a tax uh, okay. a tax lawyer to interpret it in different ways. You'll get. You know, that's why billionaires and people who have money, mm. they have those people to make sure they find loopholes in those legislations. There's a lot of them. We're not exposed to, but if you want to, you can go and lend them and do mm. that. That's why billionaires are billionaires because they find loopholes in these situations. Mm. They they get, obviously they lobby people no, to man, I'm introduce things. I will definitely go deeper. Yeah, on, if you go deeper, like, like Fabrizio always says, if you find anything, done by a human being there's always a loophole mm. you just need to find it and expose it and benefit not expose it but benefit from it yeah once you do that you become a yeah. billionaire so what else can can we do a lot to... you just need to obviously it, it depends industry by industry and then you get to that's why a lot of people are exp- uh, exploiting certain aspects of uh certain things 
right? Yes. You having a, let's say, um, what do you call this thing? Instead of having your taxes come through a business, like a PTY, you will have it through a trust, a trust or a mixture of the two, mm. or whatever the case, is pretty much you playing the game. Okay. But then if you want to play the game at your level, there's so much that comes out every day that you're not aware of that you can actually exploit, mm. but you don't know about Interesting that. Interesting That's why you hire lawyers and yeah. all these people. You hire your Fabrices, you hire whatever, who is aware of those things every fucking day, and then they can exploit them. But to bring I it back to encourage your, your everyone point, who's listening to try exploit it to the fullest to find more funds. But you need money. <laughs> yeah. To bring it back to the startup space, how do you encourage mm, more yes. more people to actually Yeah, let's consolidate you know, on we, that. We have we felt like we've pa- we've painted this very dark <laughs> Yes, I don't want this and, to be like um, it's hopeless. You're gonna hate yourself or something like that. Maybe an, an interesting thing I'd wanna hear from you is like what do you feel like has been one of the most exciting moments for you in your journey? That you feel like, yeah, this is this. I don't know if it's like maybe certain moments in the journey, that moment where the whole thing compiled and. Yeah, you know, like I think like literally seeing the kids and that I had in mind because you know we can be all. Sometimes it's weird that a hey, I want my what I'm doing. It's gonna benefit people in remote areas in this way. Mm-hmm. But like seeing it in remote areas like in Hamaskra, in Vahala Park, in Kailicha, like kids engaging with it. I think that that was rewarding. And I think that's why I stayed longer, even with the bruises and stuff. Just like seeing the potential of what what it could do. What this thing could do. Like it just <laughs> kept pouring me. Shucks. Okay. Yeah. And it feels like it still is. Yeah, right, round yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, no, and I think there's other conversations you can have. Like, we didn't get to speak about it as much. Like, maybe the tech stacks, mm. some of the things you worked in. Like, yeah. I guess it's 2021. What are some of the new tech stacks yeah. that are out there? Is it easier to mm. build this thing now? Mm. Yeah, um, and also one thing I also wanted to point out that also given everything that I have said, that was like what in 20, 2012. Wow. You see? Like the environment now has changed. Like I've I've been observing entertainment or educational games mm. in an era of COVID. Cause cause sometimes the market is just not ready. Like you're waiting for the right time, you know? And I think that that also matters. Yeah, because with COVID now, obviously there's an obsession with online learning yeah. now. It's so I think anyone trying to do that thing would the right time now that's, yeah that should be fun to do eh mm. creating a game and then hmm in like COVID days what do you guys think of uh, I, I still want to consolidate because sure, sure. like yeah. I want I want you guys to contribute to the point of saying how can we given our situation how can we still be in startups like do we have to work like just possible models of like we need to be in the startup industry given all the realities still definitely startups is the future for for, uh, <clears throat> for South Africa for BC we'll talk more about that but then for me yes 
I do believe startups um, are the thing because obviously they they generate um, a lot of SMA. Eh? What's the word? SMEs. Medium scale enterprises. They they make a lot of money there, right? For for South Africa. So we need them. Um, Especially right now, our economy is not actually surviving well with these big companies who are scaling down and whatnot. People actually need to learn to do things for themselves. Mm. Question is now, how do you do that? So for me, yes, uh, we need those things heavily. But then who's going to support them? Is it the government? Is it us, ourselves, uh, just pushing maybe for a year without getting any, like living with our parents and all those kind of stuff? And like what happens from there? But then, yes, I do believe startups are the future for South Africa. We need, every office could, it's been, we've been talking about this for 10 years or the government has been talking about this for 10 years, but yes. Um, yeah, I've seen that. Small, medium enough. companies. It employs more people. Exactly, blah, 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 whatnot. Yep. But yet, all the regulations are always tailor made to cater for big industries yeah. and big companies. And Not all, but then most of them, right? Because you'll get yeah. uh, legislation that it will cover. Obviously, we'll get sectors which will cover um, SABs, especially what you looked, you saw in during uh, COVID when they were trying to do the whole uh, United States thing where they'll, as an SME, they'll come, if you apply, you hit the, the dots and cross the T's, whatever, whatever, that English thing. And then you do that, and then they'll give you money, blah, 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 blah. But then, us, like how many people actually know how, the, the, the problem in South Africa, it doesn't matter which topic it is. The problem in South Africa is that people don't know how to take advantage of that thing whatever legislation it is good or bad they don't people don't know how to do it education or business Mm. finance just teaching them small things so what's your solution to that problem specifically regarding to startups how do you trying to build a startup take advantage of what's happening in south africa what are some of the things you can point to Two minutes, because Ramaphosa is going to close for us. We yeah. need to be home soon. <laughs> so, how do I fix this problem? I don't have a f- solution for it. A suggestion? I made a wild suggestion, and apparently it exists. <laughs> <laughs> the text what what? Yeah, I mean, I've got a few thoughts, though. Sure. I, I yeah, think that like the, in, the bottom in. line really is that this is where it gets a bit controversial because you have to get into the whole socialism, capitalism thing. I think one of the good things we saw with capitalism was this idea that if you create an environment that allows people to solve problems, create businesses, people will do it. And mm. so one of the things I have an issue with is we got very focused on relying a lot on, obviously, government. Uh, yeah. And, lost and, and, our light in there. Um, yeah, I guess that's a sign. Yeah, that's <laughs> we need to like, but my basic solution is that yeah, we we just need to, um, specifically in the context of like a black, like person, you have this thing of your career and you've got the startup. So what you need to do, practically speaking, is have a conscious effort in your mind that that time between nine to twelve. It's not just for you to come home and chill and whatever. Mm. That's the time that you need to be investing right. in Is some kind of side text? hustle or some kind of business. Mm. All right. If you are specifically, for example, in tech, 
all right, which is a very scarce, rare industry. I mean, it, it sounds like wrong and sentimental to say, but you have a responsibility to try and take your knowledge, to try and see if you can build something in in the economy, mm. all right? So the big threat is that comfort. And you, you, it's not like you can put a gun to someone's head and, be, and feel guilty for the fact that you've got a good corporate job and yeah. you're earning a lot of money. But there is that thing that that's where I think our problem is, mm. is uh, we have that choice of getting the market and being comfortable mm. or, you know, struggling Nice. Or my no, view you gave is, me, you gave me my points. Is handle <laughs> is to is to learn how to handle both. That's yeah, the struggle. I, I get you and there. And where I'm at now mm. is that question of like, I wish I was actually you. A part of me, mm. one of the biggest regrets, bonds. If you can take it away, a part of me looks back and feels like, young me, was, very on fire. And if I just had a chance to just, you know, had gone all out on my ideas. I would have, even if it failed, I would have really been happy. Mm. And I always have this regret in my mind that, like, if I just had an opportunity to go all out on the mm. ideas. And that's maybe where... Dude, but you're still, yeah, you still have the fire, so go for it. No, After of course. Hours. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's different. Yeah, now you've got it's like different. a wife to yes, think about. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. I get you, yeah. yeah. Back in the day, you, um, like, you could sleep Maybe like you could. I could do like three days or yeah, without exactly. <laughs> now you can't. So well, yeah, there's levels. Okay, yeah. But then, Fabrice gave me my points, which is one of the 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 interesting topic that I'd like to double on some most of the time, which is yes. Um, in general, as individuals, we need to have obviously we'll have our main source of income, right? Mm-hmm. From our main source of income, we need to. Make sure that we multiply that and make sure we have multiple sources of incomes. Okay. Right? If you as a typical person, sure, start your way as having a a, a nine to five kind of job. But then you need to make sure that if that dies, I will have other streams of income that will support me still. We know if you look at the numbers, there's typical things that you can do to make sure that that happens. Get your money every monthly, but then invest it in, in different other aspects. Mm. You can invest in, obviously, you can, invest, you can save your money. Uh, Return-wise, it's not a lot, right? You can um, invest your money, let's say, in, uh, in bonds. Relative to cash, it's a bit, maybe South Africa, 7, 5-7%. Uh, ROI, right? Mm. Yearly, and then you can invest. Obviously, you can invest in, in in stocks. You can invest in cryptocurrency. You can invest in um, um, real estate. You can invest in yourself, which is most importantly. Or you can invest you in. You can start an OnlyFans channel. Yes, Yo. <laughs> you know <laughs> they're gonna be text. <laughs> Whatever it is, invest in in a business, which yeah. is right now South Africa seems like it needs. Yes. You can invest in a lot of things. Yeah. As, as long you invest in something yeah. that will give you, like, if this income dies, I have other incomes. Okay. Right now, South Africa, they don't think that way. They think, okay, I'm doing my nine to five. That's it. Mm. But then yeah, I think take it's a that. general thing. Even in America, the stats show yes, that the sure, only not, majority of people pretty much I'm live every, from month to month. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, no, the month to month is not a problem. But then what you do, what, what you, when you start... 
what you do most of your time, try to take that income and make sure that maybe in five years, six, ten years from now, it will give you other incomes. If this one, this you, you could be doing three jobs, mm-hmm. but then if they die in ten years from now, you can still survive. Right okay, now, that's I not the you. case. Yeah. Whatever it is, whether you yeah. yes, whatever yeah. it is, whether you jump into business, you will jump into stocks, jump into crypto, you jump into whatever yeah. it is, right. external thing that you do mm. that will bring money yeah. also additional to yeah. your main source because mm. your main source you don't yeah. your main source is most of the time it's hard mm. Mm. so you, your goal should be in five ten years from now I, I should not be working this hard right now like you said Fabrice right now right the Fabrice then was a hard worker doing all these nice fancy things but then ten you're now at the and then <laughs> you don't have that the same oomph if you did, if you, you invested, can imagine in ten years. Yeah, you see, if you invested yeah. in a business maybe five years ago, mm. what would have happened right yeah. now? I like that so much, Bungs, because it also takes that pressure that we always say, like I couldn't sustain myself, da 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 da, like the privilege conversation going on. So, yeah. Because if you stomach politics, you know, like you have to eat, you have to eat. So if you don't have to worry about eating and paying rent because you have, you had made like, you know, future investment that are paying off at that point, you can say, you know what, screw this. I'm getting into drawn pie a lot, like full time, because I think I can contribute in this way. Or I'm getting into blockchain figuring things out because you can buy bread you will have roof over your head da, 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 da. so i like that yeah, and just I to do. mention one more thing guys sure. for the first time we did not go deep oh you guys okay i'm new here but <laughs> <laughs> like creep like we didn't go oh, into blockchain you guys go deep every episode which yeah <laughs> Uh, can we sign out? Guys? Yeah, I think uh, this is a nice spot yeah. to end it. And, and then we wrap. Um, there's so much I want to say, but then let's wrap. Until the, the next, next time. Episode. The, the next, next time. time. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks, guys, for having me. I really had fun. All right, cool. That was really pleasure. I actually enjoyed this. You mm. know? Actually, I learned a couple of things. Also, reflecting, having conversation with people. You yeah. know. Awesome.